Hey, Chirocasters, this is Dr. Drew Rubin here. I'm excited to bring you today's sponsors, which are Cairo Wright. And now you know, Cairo Wright is my chiropractic documentation software. And every day, myself, my associates, my interns are putting in notes uh, to, to document everything we do. So this is powerful. Uh, we need something simple and easy, and this is simple and easy. Uh, and now you know, every day I'm getting new patients off that website. They, and here's the cool thing is I can change the website. I can change it right now. If I want to change something, add something, subtract something, I can change it right now. And that to me is so important to have that editability. You know what I'm saying? So I think these are so important for any chiropractor. Um, and now here's the podcast. This inner power speaks. We chiropractors work with the subtle substance of the soul. We release the prison impulse, the tiny revelative force that emanates from the mind and flows over the nerves to the cells and stirs them into life. We deal with the magic power that transforms common food into living, loving, thinking clay that robes the earth with beauty and hues and scents the flowers with the glory of the air. In the dim, dark, distant, long ago when the sun first bowed to the morning star, this power spoke and there was life. It quickened the slime in the sea and the dust of the earth and drove the cell to union with his fellows in countless living forms. Through eons of time, it finned the fish and winged the bird and fanged the beast. Endlessly it worked, evolving its forms until it produced a cr- the crowning glory of them all. And with tireless energy, it blows the bubble of each individual life and then silently, relentlessly dissolves the form and absorbs the spirit into itself again. And yet you ask, can chiropractic cure appendicitis or the flu? Have you more faith in a knife or a spoonful of medicine than the innate power that animates the internal living world? B.J. Palmer, Bigness of the Fellow Within, 1949. So I really enjoy reading this particular quote to this class because um, he doesn't really mention a lot of chiropractic stuff in here, does he? Right? There's no word subluxation, doesn't mention the spine, doesn't mention nerves, right? There's not a lot of chiropractic in this, but I think he's doing that for a very specific reason, right? He's doing that because he wants you to understand that even back then in the 1940s, he's already trying to illustrate that chiropractic is not about the back, right? It's about something much bigger. D.D. Palmer even, in his 1910 book, uh, The Adjuster, The Chiropractic Adjuster, talks about chiropractic is founded on what? Do you remember that? Anybody ever learned that? Tone, T-O-N-E, chiropractic is founded on tone, right? So how do you relate that? That's like a musical instrument, right? If you have, if you have a guitar and you're trying to play a guitar, if the guitar is in tune, right, it has the right tonation, of each of the six strings, then it sounds good. But if you have an out of tune guitar, it doesn't sound right. You can still play it, right? You can still say, I have a guitar and I'm playing this lovely song for you. But if it's out of tune, it doesn't sound right, right? Well, it's the same thing with the spine and the nerve system. You know, in the spine and the nerve, this is D.D. Palmer in 1910 is already talking neurology, right? D.D. Palmer was way, way, way ahead of his time. And the, the thing is, is that now all we want to do is keep on talking about back pain. All we want to do is keep on talking about things that really are so, such 
a small piece of what chiropractic is, you know? And I think it, I want to illustrate it in this point here, the power of what BJ was talking about. So I'm showing you squares, right? There are 16 squares here. We all got that, right? We all can do our math. Four times four is 16, right? So four, four, 16 squares. How many squares are there? How many squares are there? There are definitely 16 squares. How many squares are there? Anybody venture a guess? Are there more than 16 squares or just 16? Is it 16 it? There's a lot more than 16 squares, right? All right. So <clears throat> you're all afraid to ask. <clears throat> it's too early in the morning. So. All right, if we count each one of these, that's 16 squares, right? But then how about that? Is that a square? Sure it is, right? This is a square right here. So here's the square. So this is 17, 18, 19, 20. And then we have 21, 22, 23, right? 24, 25, right? So we already have 25 squares. Is that it? Well, the big one, that's right. That's right, that's 26. Are there any more? So where are the other squares? Three by three is very good. Very good. So 27, 28, 29, 30. There are 30 squares here. Not 16. Now, you all can look at the obvious, right? We can read this, uh, inner this inner power speaks and say, oh, be just obviously talking something esoteric about chiropractic. Right? But I'm asking you to dig deeper, right? The people who are successful chiropractors or successful any business person, right, they dig deeper. They don't just look at the 16 squares. Right? So let me ask you this. How many squares did I add to go from what we originally saw to what we have now? How many, did I, how many squares did I add? There were 16, now there's 30. How many squares did I add? No, I didn't add a thing. Did I add anything? Did I add one square? Did I change this drawing that I showed you in any way, shape, or form? No, so what happened? Perspective changed, right? Right, I drew it out of you. That's the whole point of what we're trying to do here in this class. Number one, with these little blurbs early on, and number two is, is to teach you pediatrics maybe in a different way than you were expecting to be taught, right? Is to draw this stuff out. Philosophy, God bless you. Philosophy has to be drawn out of you, right? You guys, we're all so stuck in the medical model, even if we claim that we're not, we're stuck in the medical model. We're stuck in the typical model that the United States has propagated for us because when you leave the walls of this campus, you hear nothing about this unless you happen to study it or listen to it on a podcast or read it in a B.J. Palmer you know, green book or another kind of green book or textbook or something like that. Right? So, so imagine your patients who walk into your office or walk into clinic and for... 99 out of 100 hours during their, you know, of course of their week, or how, I don't know how many hours there are in a week, but let's say it's 160 hours in a week. So for 159 hours, they're getting bombarded with TV commercials and drug ads and all this other stuff that tells them that this is the model that you should follow, 
that when if you know you, you should go to this provider and take this drug when this is broken or have this kind of surgery or do you have restless leg syndrome or does your child have these ear infections you should take amoxicillin and this is what the, we have a bunch of zombies out there right and they just do whatever they all do and I'll just do what, whatever my mom did and do whatever the TV tells me to do and they just kind of follow suit you know why are there why on at this level here why in a supermarket is this frosted flakes and Hershey's bars and coca-cola why is it on this level because the kids can see it right it's perfect they're sitting in the little cart and you know they, they pay more money for that level right the top and the bottom actually pay less money they actually pay a premium amount of money for them to be at that eye level right because we're training a bunch of zombies right I don't want to see you guys walk out of this institution in, in a couple of years being a zombie and just seeing it's 16 squares, right? It's very easy to look at that and say it's 16 squares, right? Bless you. It's super simple to just go out there and say, well, I'm just going to do like everybody else does and let's just talk about back pain and neck pain and I'll take care of whiplash and headaches, right? You can do that if you want to, right? God bless you. But I'm asking you to wake up I'm asking you to think that there's a lot more squares. And here's what I'm asking you, or here's what I'm telling you, is that the squares are already there. God bless you. You don't have to make the squares, draw the squares, change the squares, touch the squares. The, what you, your dreams are already there. What you, have, what you want to manifest is already existing. Even though it's a couple years away from now, but what you want to manifest is already there. You just have to see it. You just have to walk towards it. This, I didn't change this. And when I show this to you, let's say three or four years from now, after you've graduated and you've been out for a couple of years, do whatever you're doing, it depends on you as to if you are living a 30 square life or a 16 square life. It's all up to you. But here's the deal. It's, all, it's up to you right now too, right? What kind of life are you leading right now is totally up to you. You can stay in the 16 squares. You can stay looking at this and saying, well, yeah, I guess I could add more squares or I could have to work harder to think about making, you know, I can't, if, I just want to look at it quick, right? Everybody just wants their quick fix. I'm telling you that's, that's one way to live, but it's not the way to success, right? Success leaves clues. And here's the thing, did it, was it hard work to come up with 30 squares? Was it super hard? Took you like calculators and slide rules and you had to use like calculus stuff, X, squared over y to the cube of the you don't have to do any calculation right it's just right there all you got to do is open your eyes and think a little more and that's what i'm asking you guys to do is take a little bit more time right now in your life and say what do i want how am i going to get it have you how many guys don't don't raise your hands don't raise your hands. i don't want to how many guys have written goals don't raise your hands i don't want to but if you don't have written goals, where the hell are you going? Right? That's like saying, I want to drive to Orlando, Florida, and I'm just going to go south. Do you think if you just go south, you will absolutely get to Orlando, Florida? No. You better, you better have a direction to go. So going south is good. Okay, you're in the right direction. But going south, you may end up at Gulf Shores. You may end up you know, in Miami, you may end up somewhere else, but are you going to end up where you want to unless you know where you're going? Right? That's a goal. A goal says, I'm here. 
I want to get there. I'm going to map it out. Right? Even if you're using your phone and your GPS on your phone or Waze or whatever, right, you still got to, someone's got to map it out for you. So if you haven't written down goals, I'm going to suggest that you do. Because in order to get from 16 squares to 30 squares, I needed to, to give you a goal. And I kept on leading you on and saying, okay, are there more squares? Are there more? Let me show you the squares. Right? I had to lead you to that decision, lead you to that point. It was the same thing with your life. If you want a successful life, you better write down goals. My beautiful wife and I, in 1991, in Hawaii, on Maui, after, during our honeymoon, we were sitting there and I just heard this, this exact talk from Zig Ziglar about this box, these boxes. And I sat down there and I called over a waitress. I said, can I have a pen, please? And she said, sure, she gave me a pen. And we took a napkin out and Lisa and I wrote down our goals, our, the first set of goals in 1991, which we still have today. Still have that framed set of goals from 1991. And we have never stopped since. Because if you want, if you want to get somewhere, first you got to know where you are, then you got to know what you're going to do, and then you got to know where you want to go. And if you don't do that, then don't be surprised at the outcome. If you have no goals, if my goal is just finish school, right? That's a good goal, but that's not going to get you, that's not success, right? I want you to think, you guys to think about planning out your life. What, what would you like your life to look like? And it, the, the thing is, it's either 16 squares or it's 30 squares, but it's up to you. You better start planning now, right? How many, what, kind of, what kind of life do you want? This is so important for you guys to understand.